This is Ketchel Cook and with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now I'm here, I'm talking to Eric Osinha and he is a PhD student at the University of Leiden in the Netherlands, brought to us courtesy of Zoom. And he has a very special project which he'd like to tell Fine Music Radio listeners all about. Good afternoon, Eric. Good afternoon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, sorry, we have some of the usual digital glitches here. Sana, you're going to tell us about a very special project called something like Radio Zoo. So tell us more. Yeah, so the Radio Galaxy Zoo LOFAR edition is a a citizen science project that we set up in uh, Leiden to basically help us with the data processing of this LOFAR telescope that we have in the Netherlands. So it's a radio telescope operating at very low frequencies, And what we're basically doing is taking a survey of the entire Northern Hemisphere. And in this survey, we are detecting a huge amount of radio sources. So in total, we'll be detecting over 10 million radio sources. Ah, By radio sources, he means things like galaxies. I just thought I would clear that one up. Yes, indeed. So uh, mostly galaxies. So the problem is a little bit that some of these radio sources are very complex, very large and extended and they're very hard to handle when we're trying to catalog our findings and this amount of radio sources is basically too much for us to deal with so we set up this citizen science project where everybody in the world can look at the radio images and help us identify what is the host galaxy that the radio emission is coming from so now by citizen science you mean ordinary people can go onto the internet, they can go onto your project website, which I'll put on the podcast so everyone can see it, and then they can help you to determine what these objects are. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So basically, you don't even have to be an astronomer to help us here, because it's basically just about looking at the radio emission and identifying where it's coming from. And You don't really have to know a lot about how the radio emission works. You only have to see at where it's coming from. And actually, we found that humans are a lot better at this than uh, computer algorithms. So we are already having over 6,000 registered volunteers that are helping us with it. We already have half a million classifications done already. And uh, it's looking very good, all done by people that are not astronomers, just looking through the radio images. So how difficult is it? I mean, do you need to have special education or special equipment to do this? So no, actually all you need is an internet connection. The website just shows you a picture and overall you will see mostly two large radio jets coming out of a galaxy and your task is to click on galaxy where it's coming out of. Ah, I see. And by jets you mean like sort of tubes or cones coming out of a blob, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when there's a supermassive black hole in the center of a galaxy, then it can attract matter around it and it ejects some of that matter in like a sort of a fountain out of the galaxy. And we're just asking, what is the origin of this fountain of radio emission? And people can click on the, on the galaxies where they think it comes from. Wow. So you're asking people to look at pictures of galaxies, but in in a radio spectrum. And this reveals 
things that black holes have been up to. I mean, this is really quite far-fetched and exciting, but, but the actual sort of nuts and bolts of people doing this is not difficult. People can just click on something that looks where the, like where this big fountain is coming out of, and, and that's that. It's amazing that a computer can't do this. Yeah, so many of the sources are quite small. Out of these 10 million sources, most of them are actually quite small, and the computer handles them just fine. But actually, the largest and most complex, and therefore also most interesting ones, is the one where the computer just fails to see where the galaxy is. Because these radio plumes, they are a lot bigger than the galaxies. They can be 10 times the size of the galaxy. So it's very hard for the computer to automatically find where a galaxy is. But we as humans, we're very good at just looking at pictures. I mean, we do this every day from the moment we are born. So, yeah, just crowdsourcing this has been very successful. Well, now, Eric, it's been a great pleasure talking to you about your Radio Galaxy Zoo project. And thank you very much for giving us this opportunity. And I'm hoping that some of the listeners will take this up and have a go. And I'm going to put the links on the podcast site. But to anyone who wants to know, it's lofargalaxyzoo.nl. That is L-O-F-A-R, lofargalaxyzoo, all one word, dot N-L. So, Eric, thanks a lot. It's been great. And uh, I look forward to the next exciting installment of what you guys are up to in the Netherlands. Thank you very much. And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. <laughs>